1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hello. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 22, Iowa State. Follow me if you want to. On Instagram, at Burning Springs. If you don't want to, that's cool. Email, unreasonabledoubt, at I don't have any emails. I don't have any emails from people I know. And I don't have any emails from people I don't know. Making a total of zero emails to read this time. Facebook. You can follow the podcast there or you can stop following. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter. Unreasonable doubt, there's a Facebook page. West Virginia loses 9377. It's time to start thinking about panicking. And I'm going to think about that on this podcast. West Virginia has lost five out of its last six games. Uh, They were number two in the country. That was a thing that happened this season. Some interesting stats from this game. Iowa State scored 53 points in the first half. That's the most scored in a first half against West Virginia since 2001. So, pre Huggins, pre B line. You got to go back to the bad coach, Gail Catlett. It's the last time West Virginia gave up 53 and a half in the first half. Most points given up in a regulation game. This is according to Mike Cazaza on his Twitter feed. Most points given up in a regulation game by a Huggins-coached West Virginia team ever. 93 points. Iowa State shot 62% for the game. At one point in the first half, they were shooting like... Eighty-some percent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And Huggins' head didn't explode. Iowa State finished the game shooting 56% from three. West Virginia actually did pretty good on offense in the first half. They scored 43 points, and they were down 10. Iowa State... Made so many shots. And in the second half, West Virginia would cut the lead under 10. And then they'd do something terrible on defense. They're in the middle of the second half. West Virginia cut it to 8, I believe. They're doing this switching thing that I don't think works because if you're not good at defense, you can't keep track of switches. And so Issa Ahmad did the point thing and switched and went out to somebody on the three-point line and left the guy he was guarding wide open for an alley-oop slam dunk, and it got out of hand from there. Ahmad had a couple of those this game. Bolden had his moments where he was not guarding. So here's the case for panicking. Panicking. The last time West Virginia lost three games in a row, much less five out of six, was 2014. And that was significant because Huggins did this you know, at one of the press conferences of when they were losing and they were getting smoked. They couldn't guard anybody. And he said, we're going to fix this. I'm going to fix this, which was code for I can't win with some of the guys on the team. So Aaron Harris ends up transferring to Michigan State. Terry Henderson transfers to NC State. Other people leave. They bring in a bunch of new recruits, including Javon Carter and Daxter Miles. They change the way they play, and things improve. More reasons to panic coming up. More thoughts about panicking After the Iowa State game. West Virginia in this stretch. Are not getting turnovers like they did. And their half court defense is not very good. And it's not very good because anybody. Except for somebody that Carter is guarding. Can get to the rim fairly easy. And when that happens, they either finish close to the rim or what West Virginia likes to do is try to help and then somebody gets a uncontested three. And in league play, they're making them. Against American, they missed them. And so if you're going to panic, you think, is that really going to change that much? Have teams in the conference figured West Virginia out? Maybe they have. And thus, time to panic. I mean, you think about defense, as many turnovers as they forced early in the season... And it's, and it's dwindled, as it does each year when you get in the conference play, because conference teams are familiar with what you do and have a better idea of how to limit turnovers against West Virginia's press. Who's good at on-the-ball defense on this team? In half court. Javon Carter is good at defending period. Kanate is good at defense and covers up a lot of the mess. Who else is good at half court on the ball defense? Wesley Harris? Question mark? Chase Harler? Question mark? So if I give you those, and they aren't contributing offensively then you've got th- three or four guys in a style of play that takes 10 or 11 people that have to be good to really good at defense for it to be successful again uh, this is the this is the argument for panicking um West Virginia's 5-4 and four in conference. They have to go to Kansas. They have to go to Oklahoma. And it's not going to get any easier in conference. And so if you think this is 2014, and again, West Virginia was the second best team in the country according to uh, sports writers and coaches then it's like the biggest change of events it's the biggest drop off that I can remember under Huggins for sure and in that scenario if it's like 2014 then goodbye i mean Carter's gone Miles is gone Teddy transfers Wesley Harris transfers. Lamont West transfers. Bolden might because of his defense. I mean it, it it might be a mass exodus. I mean that's worst case scenario. Because Huggins is saying things like these guys don't care about defense and those are those are guys I can think of that don't care as much about defense, and Huggins will get rid of him. I mean, Her- Aaron Harris in 2014, he was really good at offense, but was terrible at defense. It kind of reminds me of Bolden. Bolden's better defensively than him. Anyways, you can see worst-case scenario. Reasons not to panic coming up. Okay, so here's the here's the argument for not panicking. West Virginia has a good coach. They have one of the best players in the country who who is still number 1 on the trust rankings. They're in the top half of the league after playing everybody once. They're 5 and 4. 22 games into the season, this is the first loss against a bad team and it was on the road and the team that west virginia lost to tonight iowa state they beat texas tech at home by 18 and texas tech is really good so the timing of it where coming off that rough loss to kentucky and where they they've lost 5 of 6 if this if they were if they had a, if west virginia had a few wins and then had this game it wouldn't it wouldn't be as sour Um, looking at the rest of the schedule West Virginia has 5 games at home out of their last 9 if West Virginia wins those home games they get to 21 wins and they're an NCAA tournament team and you get to play (laughs) depending on the draw you get to play teams who haven't seen you and West Virginia's proven in the tournament that they can win a couple games with their style. And then you see what happens. And West Virginia, if they get the 21 wins, there will be an underdog. There'll be talk about how they struggled late in the season. All you got to do is get into the NCAA tournament. And yeah, Huggins has lost the first game in his tenure, but he's also taken a team to the final four and plenty of sweet 16. So you just gotta have you just gotta have a chance and with the right draw, who knows what can happen. And Isso Mod, he put him back in the starting lineup as bad as he was defensively. He gave some offense. And so with Kanate and Carter and Amad. As he, if he can move up the trust rankings and get better defensively, and some of these other guys contribute better than what they have in this stretch, then you could see them winning their home games and maybe stealing a road game. So, that's the argument for not panicking. I'm not going to panic. Yet, it's still on the table. <laughs> It's game to game now. But panic, I don't blame you for panicking. I'm not there yet. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Hopefully, more funny things to talk about next time. Uh, listen on the Anchor app, anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Google Play. If you do that, subscribe, rate, and review. Rate it five stars, leave a review. Those are nice things to do. The next game is Saturday, 4 p.m., ESPN2 against Kansas State. Kansas State, West Virginia beat them in Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas State plays really good defense. And have improved since West Virginia defeated them earlier this season. So it's going to be a tough one. But it's at home. And it re- this is the telltale game. I-, I said last time this is when you can think about panicking. If West Virginia loses this game at home then you start getting into worst-case scenarios that I talked about earlier. They're all on the table. But let's see what happens. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU is 16-6. and 6. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports.